Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Well, hey there, and welcome back to Above Par. So this week, I am calling out all the hotheads and the anger management issues on the golf course, people who throw their clubs, slam their clubs, swear, anybody who has a problem or allows anger, their anger over a golf shot, the anger over a result to affect the next shot. Anytime you're out on the golf course and you're playing angry, right? It's not the best state to be in for you to to make your best swings, right? And I talk about all the time how you want to be able to get into your best preferred state over the golf ball so that your body can make your best swing. For most people, that is calm, certain, or confident, or a synonym of that. So being angry for sure is not one of those states, and you're just not going to make your best swing. So today I want to talk to you about where anger is coming from, what you can do about it, some ways that you can lessen it or prevent it from affecting your round out on the golf course. And I want to start by saying that there is nothing wrong with being angry. (laughs) Golf is a very interesting game, right? And there's definitely going to be times when you're going to be angry on the golf course. It is just a negative emotion that shows up in your body, right? It shows up as a vibration in your body. You're either going to feel it in your chest or your jaw or your neck or your shoulders, right? You can feel it. You might feel it in your grip pressure. In fact, there's a show called the history of swear words with Nicolas Cage, which I got watching with my daughters, mostly because I think I wanted to watch Nicolas Cage, but in it, by the time we got to the swear word, the F word. I'm not going to say that on this podcast because I do get some teenagers listening to this that they probably say it anyway, but you know, I'm trying to be a little considerate. So we got to the F word and there was a statistic in there that your grip pressure, when you say the F word from anger, or it doesn't even actually have to be anger. I think it was just saying the word that your grip pressure changes 5%, gets stronger 5%. I thought that was so interesting. It had nothing to do with golf. But of course I related it to golf. So it shows up in your body. That means you're going to squeeze the club harder. 5%. Does that make that big of a difference? Maybe, right? Maybe does for your swing and in your putting for sure, or chipping, right? It's going to show up and you're not going to make your best swings. You might be more tense. You might get faster. You swing harder. You might rush, not focus, take a swing. And you're like, oh my gosh, that was so stupid. I didn't even think about the water up there. And you just made another mistake. You just compounded the error of the first shot that made you angry to begin with. So why, so why being angry is not a problem. I mean, granted it can be for some, some people, and I'm, I'm not focusing on that. I'm just talking about on the golf course while being angry is not a problem because it is just one of the ranges of emotions that we get to experience as humans. It is a problem for us in the golf course when it carries over and affects our score. Our job then is not to go to the range and hit more golf balls and try and figure out our swing. Our job is like, how can I be less angry over more shots? How can I process that feeling of being angry? How can I get myself back into that state? What do I need to do? Where do I need to work or spend some time so that I can manage my emotions better on the golf course so that I can take my best swings out there? 
right? This is what I coach people on all the time. Not, not everybody has anger issues, but it doesn't matter what emotion it is that is affecting your score or your round or your performance, right? You want to be able to manage those. So we're going to talk about just anger today and all the emotions that are associated with anger. So often anger can come from have a base of emotions that it builds from. It can go from being sad, disappointed, hurt. You can be tired, overwhelmed, hungry, right? We can be so hungry that we get angry. That's the word hangry. I've definitely been there. Anxious, you can be insecure and become angry. Um, shame, guilt, embarrassment, right? Those are all different emotions that then can build up into being angry. But I think on the golf course, for the most part today, I, I specifically, I want to talk about how anger can start to build up and it starts with annoyance. So you can hit a shot or have a situation on the golf course that you become annoyed at. And if we don't deal with that right away, and then you have another shot that gets you to be annoyed or another situation, and it keeps repeating it, then we get frustrated. Right. And then we, when, once we go from being frustrated and we still aren't dealing with it, then we get to anger. Now I heard it described in a very interesting way that it's, it starts, there's four stages of anger. There's the buildup, which is what I kind of just described. Then there's the spark and then there's the explosion. And then of course there's the aftermath. So what that means, as far as golf is concerned, you might have a series of shots or thoughts that you have that you have not cleaned up. And I'll talk about that in a minute that build up, right? So you're have one after the other, and they start to build up then because you haven't processed that anger, right? It's building up inside of you. Sometimes it can take that, just that one incident or that one shot. That's the spark that then we explode, right? Then we kind of snap, <laughs> then we throw the club, or we, or we kick the bag, or we do whatever you do, however you express your anger, right? So then we have that explosion. And then the aftermath is how it's going to affect your score. The aftermath is now the consequences that you're going to pay because you had that explosion. What I want to tell you is that there are, which I've talked about before, there are four ways to deal with emotions, right? One of them, and what this kind of describes is a way of, of, of resisting your emotions, Right. So we have this annoyance, we resist it, right? And we keep kind of holding it inside until it builds up and we explode. That would be resisting, right? So I, I'm mad, I'm keeping it inside. I was, this was, <laughs> this was definitely the way I played golf. You would not know from the outside that I was mad or angry for the most part until I had that spark, right? And then I kind of lost it. I didn't lose it in a bad way. Cause my brother always used to tell me, he goes, you know what? You need to throw a club or something. You're holding it inside too much. And he was known to kind of throw clubs and, and slam clubs. And I'm like, you know, I think you need to hold it inside more. <laughs> Neither one of them were effective ways of dealing with your anger. It doesn't matter whether you're holding it inside. That's resisting emotion, right? That's where it builds up or throwing clubs. That's reacting to your emotion, right? Neither one of them are a mature way of handling your emotions because we have a huge range of them. The better you get at dealing with and processing your emotions, right? Then we don't have to worry about any situation creating an emotion for us. We can, no, no, no big deal. We can deal with it, right? I can process it. I'm not making it mean anything. I can let it go. And then I can carry on and get to where I really want to be when I'm on the golf course, which is not angry. So the other two ways of dealing with emotion, which I, like I said, I've talked about before in other podcasts, one is 
avoiding it. So avoiding anger would be pretty much not putting yourself in any situation to be angry, which sometimes for golf would mean not playing. That's when sometimes people quit, right? That they don't want to feel that emotion. They might not want to feel that frustration before the anger or the annoyance or the disappointment. So, you know what? I'm just going to quit. I'm not going to play anymore, right? Or I'm not going to play in tournaments or I'm just not going to care, right? That's another way of just avoiding it. Like if I kind of give up and don't care, I won't have to experience that emotion because often anger comes from that feeling of injustice or we have super high expectations, right? And that's very often the case in golf. Well, both of them actually can be the case, but a lot of times we go out there with these high expectations on how we're supposed to play. And then we, when we don't meet those expectations, we can get very angry. We can also go on the golf course and feel like things shouldn't be happening the way they are happening, right? So we feel like a big injustice has been served and then we get angry as well. And then the last way to deal with and the most healthy way to deal with emotions is to allow them to be there, not to make it any big deal. You know, like I'm ticked off. I'm really pissed off right now, right? (laughs) Usually, usually you're not talking that calmly, right? And you're going to allow yourself to be pissed off. And then 30 seconds is what I tell you, you get, and then you're going to get back to where you want to be. When we're not in charge of our emotions, when we give away the power of that emotion, then we don't have that ability to process it. Your first step is to take back the power, to understand where you are, that emotion or that anger is coming from. So let me talk about the three different areas or buckets that it's going to, um, that really the anger comes from on the golf course so that you can kind of categorize it, start paying attention to it. Then we're going to create a little space in there so that you can take back more control of your emotions on the golf course. So then your next step, of course, is to just to process it and let it go and not let it carry over to that next shot. So the first area is just situations on the golf course. We can get angry, mad, frustrated, annoyed at different situations. Your ball might be in a divot. You might have a buried lie in the bunker. You might hit it out of bounds. You might've gotten a bad kick. Um, you might've just hit a big fat shot <laughs> out of a fairway bunker. That is mine. I used to like instantly fat shot out of fairway bunker. I will get instantly angry. Right? So different situations on the golf course might trigger you being angry. Another place are people, right? So you're going to have different people on the golf course, whether they're in your group, maybe a caddy, right? You might have people who are walking ahead of you who are talking too much. You might have people who walked in your line. You might be angry at the group behind you or the, or the group behind, behind you might cause that frustration or annoyance because they're pushing you. Or how about the group in front of you that's playing slow? People behind the green. For kids, it can often be their parents, their parents caddying in tournaments. It can be a coach, right? It could be just the beverage cart girl. <laughs> I feel like I always bring up the beverage cart girl. I don't know why there's always so much drama when the people... That sometimes I play with about the beverage cart earlier. They're not showing up too fast enough or soon enough, or that she's coming up at the wrong time when you're swinging. But anyway, the beverage cart girl could also create maybe some frustration, annoyance, and build up to anger, right? We can even stack these all on. They don't have to be the same thing. You could have had a bad bounce. Someone said something, you're annoyed, right? Now we're building it up. Then you got uh, someone said something, then someone walked in your line, then all of a sudden the beverage cart girl's late. Right now we're building up, right? That annoyance to builds to frustration. Then we need that, all we need is that spark 
for that anger to come out on the golf course. So we haven't dealt with it because you're allowing that all that annoyance and frustration to slowly start affecting your round. So then the third way or the third bucket that you could be angry or mad on the golf course is that yourself. You get mad at yourself for hitting certain shots. You might get mad at yourself for not focusing or not being able to do what you think you should do. Maybe you're mad at yourself for missing a putt or misreading a putt. So I think it's important for you to first notice exactly what areas that you're being frustrated in. Is it a situation? Is it a person? Or is it yourself? Then what you want to do is you want to notice that anytime you do that, you're giving away your power. You're giving away your emotion to something else. And you're missing a step in there. When you do that, you have no power. You have no control. You're disempowered, right? You feel out of control on the golf course right? So my ball's in a divot. I'm instantly mad. So now anytime I ball, I have a bad lie. I'm mad. I can't control my, my anger. I can't control my annoyance or my frustration because I don't know where my ball's going to end up. Right? So I'm out of control. I get a buried lie in the bunker, instantly mad. I hit the ball out of bounds, right? Angry. That is not the case. We're missing a step in there. There's space. And I want you to start creating space between those different situations and that emotion, whether it starts out as annoyance or frustration or it's built to uh, anger or being mad, right? Furious, whatever word you want, want to call it. In between that is a thought that you have about that situation. That thought is what is causing your anger, right? And when you know that, you can take back some of your power, Now it's like you have an optional thought in there that actually you are creating your emotions. That's where you create your emotional responsibility for yourself. You are in charge of your emotions, nothing else on the golf course, no buddy, no bounce, no swing can make you mad. Your anger comes from the thoughts you have about those things. This is good news from the standpoint that now you have some power back. Now you can pick and choose what to think. Now you can shed a flashlight, shine a flashlight on those thoughts and start noticing them because they're probably running in the background and you haven't been paying attention. So these are what some of the thoughts might sound like your balls in a divot, right? And you're like, your thought would be, that's a bad break. I always get a bad break. Nothing good happens to me. This isn't fair, right? That goes back to the injustice part, right? This is so unfair, right? It is the thought that this is unfair or I don't get any good breaks that is making you mad right? That feeling of there's an injustice being served there. Someone could step in your line and your thought is, again, that's going to go to an injustice, right? People shouldn't, he shouldn't step in my line. That's so rude, right? That's such a bad break. That shouldn't have happened to me, right? That would be those thoughts are what are creating that anger or that annoyance or that frustration. People pushing you from behind, right? Why are they playing so fast? They shouldn't play that fast. They're pressuring me right? That's not fair. That's not right. Now I'm rushed. I'm not going to play very good because I'm rushed. Same with people playing slow in front of you. Parents to teenagers could be like, you know, that my, my mom and dad shouldn't say those things to me on the golf course, right? That they're always pressuring me. They're always saying the wrong things. Your thoughts about yourself might sound like going, you know, I should do better than this, which is shame. I can't believe I can't hit good shots. I'm never, I never put a good round together. I'm always failing. I'm always messing this up. I can't put three good holes together. This is ridiculous. I should be better than this. 
right? Those are, that's in there is with these in expectations. Those are more about the expectations is more about you and what your, your ability to do on the golf course, what you think you should be able to do on the golf course. Anytime the word should comes up in the conversation of the thoughts that is in between that, in between the emotion and the situation, anytime should comes in there, it doesn't feel very good. It's shame. We're either shaming ourselves or we're shaming somebody else, right? We're blaming somebody else. So anytime should comes up in any of these situations where you're between a situation and emotion, and you can hear yourself saying that shouldn't have happened, they shouldn't have done that. We're either, when we're, when we're talking about ourselves, we're shaming ourselves, right? Which feels horrible. Shame is not a good emotion. It doesn't feel very good at all. And sometimes it just goes, it takes a little bit of effort to get out of that. Or when we're talking about other people, right? That they shouldn't have walked in my line. They shouldn't have said those other things. And we're blaming other people, right? Which also doesn't feel good. And that's where a lot of anger can come from. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to do three things. I want you first to notice where your anger is, put it in a bucket. I want you to notice it when it is small, when it is an annoyance before it builds up to a frustration that then goes and explodes into anger on the golf course, catch it at an annoyance. And then I want you to release it and let it go. And the last thing that I want you to do, so maybe that's four, last thing I want you to do is I want you to notice what you're thinking. What are you saying to yourself about that situation? Those words, those phrases are what are creating your emotion in that state, that anger or frustration or annoyance. What are you saying to yourself? Can you drop it? Can you shift it? Can you change it? Can you stop repeating it? Because the more you repeat it over and over again, then it's just going to keep building. Start paying attention to what you're saying. Create a little bit of space between that situation, creating your emotions, tackle it right away before it builds up. And then you snap or explode on the golf course so that you can stand over each shot in your best state so that you can play your best. All right. So listen, if you want to take this a little bit further, if this is of interest to you, there is nothing more valuable than a call. Jump on a call with me. Let's talk about your golf game. Let's talk about how you're standing in your own way and not performing your best. I want you to have more peace around the game and I want you to play with confidence and I want you to take all of your talent out there. So in the description, there'll be a place that you can sign up for a call. Let's talk. All right, my friend, I hope you found this anger management class helpful. All right, all the best. I'll talk to you next week.